Hello and welcome to the Feminine Files podcast. I'm your host, Anais. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Amber Sylvia. She is a feminine energy coach. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm so excited to be uh, here. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You have so much knowledge in feminine energy and especially in dating and leveling up. I think you will be so helpful with so many women. This has been such a highly requested subject and I instantly thought of you. I'm like, nobody is better than Amber to answer all these questions. So Amber, how did you become a feminine energy coach? Can you tell us about about your backstory? What inspired you? So for me, it's it's so funny because I would never I never thought that I would be a feminine energy coach. Like this really just came about in my own journey. But you know, I grew up with a single mom. And if there's anyone that's listening here that maybe had single parents, is you know, I really grew up with that, you know, I got this on my own. I don't need a man, you know, that agenda I feel like growing up was really strong for us. And so that that's kind of my mentality that I had for a very long time time. And about two years ago, I realized that even though I had a lot of success in my business and, you know, all of that, I realized I was so disconnected from myself, from my heart, from my feminine energy. I really wasn't fulfilled and happy in my life, even though I had money and I had success. So that's why now I work with a lot of, you know, high achieving women because, Usually a lot of high achieving women, they work because we are disconnected from, you know, our feminine energy and our heart. So we kind of just drown ourselves with work. And after I went through my own journey and saw how much it helped me, not only in my personal life, but my relationships, I decided to make the shift from focusing on fitness coaching to now, you know, feminine energy and and dating. I love that. You know, that is such a common response that I've noticed when women who have like such a high success in life, they have all this money, but then they feel so disconnected as well in their dating life and they can't figure out what it is. And that is your feminine energy. And that's why it's extremely important to connect to that part of you so you can become the most magnetic self. What are some common struggles that you see with your clients and women today? Yeah, of course. So I think the biggest struggle in today's society is that society glorifies everything that has to do with masculine energy. And they don't really glorify anything that has to do with like being a woman and being in her feminine energy, if anything, it's actually looked down upon. (laughs) So, you know, when it comes to making more Mm -hmm. money, being more successful, doing great in school, those are all the things that are glorified. But when it comes to slowing down, making time for yourself, you know, like making your yourself a priority, you know, all of those things, they're not glorified at all in society. So I feel like a lot of women, we feel a lot of pressure of like, we should be doing, doing, doing. And for me, it actually had to do like, you know, growing up, if we're constantly being put this thing of you always have to be busy, you always have to be productive. Like I know for me, like it used to be so hard for me to relax. Like I always was working, even if like sometimes I would be watching a movie and I would literally be thinking about my to-do list <laughs> because I, uh-huh. you know, my nervous system, 
like could not just relax and calm down. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the biggest problems is telling yourself like it's okay to do things that don't have to do with anything with being productive or it, it might not produce a certain physical result in the moment but when you do step into your feminine energy and you do fill your cup life gets so much easier because now you're connected to your intuition to your heart and like you said we become magnetic so rather mm -hmm. than always feeling like we always have to do we actually attract the things we want to us <laughs> so mm -hmm. it makes things a lot more enjoyable yes i agree with everything you said because you know, I've seen all the time and in my experience too, when I had a job where it was extremely stressful, I was not happy and I was just felt burned out every time I clocked out of work or when I was trying, even after work, if I was meeting someone, I just, it was really hard to disconnect from that fast paced environment. So I totally see what you're saying as well as it's not glorified, you know, being feminine. It's not, if anything, it's like, we trigger people from saying the certain things that we're saying and versus if we follow what society is saying is be a boss babe be the super masculine woman this alpha and that will make you happy but it doesn't make you happy because because your true essence as a woman is your energy exactly yes so dating you know a lot about dating now what are <laughs> first date etiquette? What do you what is your advice with your first date? Like you're meeting someone for the first time. What is first date etiquette? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So I feel like the most important part when it comes to a first date is releasing the pressure. So don't think it's like, is this going to be my husband? Is this going to be the one? Don't try to prove yourself. So as women, we're not here to try to prove our worth to a man. So the worst thing that you can do in a date is go into the date and try to sell yourself. So do um, not sell yourself. There's no selling that needs to be done. You're the goddess. He's the one that's pursuing you. So actually, when you go into a date, one of the most important things is you actually want to focus on just having fun, being in your body, allowing the conversation to flow. And when I'm in a date, um, especially the first date, I actually prefer to not talk a lot. <laughs> and maybe you've heard this, but it really is better on a first date that the man does most of the talking because he's the one that really is supposed to be selling himself to you and you know really selling himself of why you should give him a chance <laughs> because that's really yeah. what courting is about i think one of the most messed up things in dating in today's society is that it kind of like, you know, back in the day, it was very clear that when a man was pursuing a woman, it's like he was the one that was proving to her like, hey, I am worthy for you to do like to for you to be with me, right? Bringing her flowers, doing this mm -hmm. and that for her. And somehow in today's society, you know, a lot of women feel like I have to prove my worth to this man. So men, they're always going to reflect to us the beliefs that we have, you know, overall, like everything in our life is a reflection. So the first thing that you need to do is release 
the belief that you have to prove yourself and if you struggle with this because i know i did i used to go into my dates and you know talk about how great my business was and how i had like you know all these employees and you know i would like try to gas myself up but it's because really that came from a deep insecurity that i truly did not believe that i was worthy on my own that i had to sell myself on all the things that i have achieved right so let go of that belief and one thing that's really helpful is say an affirmation every day that says i am worthy i am amazing for who i am one affirmation i said for a long time was i am one in a million so when you tell yourself all these things and you truly start seeing yourself as the prize then when you go into these dates you let go of this needy energy of like please pick me it's like no i'm here let's have a good time you're able to let go of any like heaviness right and um and you really are able to be in your feminine energy be in your body because you're not in your head of like trying to convince the man that he should give you a chance. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I love, you know, when you said one in a million, I did see your story and actually played it. And I was like, yes, this is actually going to be a, my, one of my favorite songs because your subconscious takes everything you're listening to and music is power. And I agree when I was not fully in my feminine, I was in my wounded, I would do the same thing. Like I would just you know, try to be like, pick me or show how amazing I am. But you don't have to do that at all. We're not a pick Misha. I think that's what they call it. We're not a pick Misha. So and when you drop the 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 pressure of like, is he going to pick me? Or is this my husband, like you said, and just go on the day just knowing that you're the prize and let him talk. Because this also makes you a lot more mysterious too, because he also leaves not knowing anything. You should be leaving the date, leaving more, learning more about him than he about you. So, and that's what makes you, you know, more magnetic. I also would say not kissing on the first date, at least. <laughs> I would wait until like the third date to keep him waiting, keep him, keep him going. I, I wait longer than that. <laughs> oh, what's your, what's your take on that? on the kissing okay so i truly believe that so i used to view kissing as like oh you know let's see if there's chemistry but the reality (laughs) is is that you can see if there's chemistry without kissing you don't need to kiss so you really need to look at kissing or anything that's physical as a true privilege that a man can even get to that level. So mm-hmm. I really like to wait, you know, for sure past like the fourth date, like, you know, mm-hmm. really for him to prove himself that he is consistent, His he's, you know, consistent with his communication, that he, you know, is, has a great character, someone that you actually potentially want to be with. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like, you're not just kissing all these random men that yeah. really don't deserve your your body so when you again when you start putting yourself like hey like i'm the prize like it's a privilege to be with me it's a privilege to kiss me right it's like not everyone can get access to you because you know maybe a lot of people can get to the third date but not a lot of guys can get to the fifth or sixth date so that's kind of what i prefer 
yeah that makes perfect sense and it makes them Mm -hmm. feel more special because it's like oh like she's not going around and kissing everybody like you know and guys really feel like okay I earned this you know like and that's really important in the courting process that men know that you're not just going out with everybody and that they are special yes as well as rotational dating when we say rotational dating, ladies, it does not mean you're sleeping with them. It's getting to know them. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's you just going out with men and just seeing who they are and getting to know their character. It has nothing to do with being physical because I think, I mean, you've heard this when people hear she's dating multiple men, it doesn't, it has such a negative view on it, but it's not. Um, if you're doing it for the right purposes and the right reasons, because you, when we say rotational, date multiple, date multiple men, but don't sleep with any of them and don't let anyone have just access to you because you are a temple and you should treat your body as such. And Amber, what are three red flags you would say with dating? So I think one really big red flag is a man that doesn't respect your boundaries. So I think it's important Mm -hmm. that throughout the dating process, especially in the beginning, giving little, like putting little boundaries and seeing how they respond is really important because a man that truly respects your boundaries, that's a high value man that you actually want to be with. A man that is just playing with you, he's not going to want to respect you because he's trying to get as much as he can as quickly as he can. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, little boundaries like, you know, not kissing, not going to his house, you know, not accepting, you know, last minute dates, like little things like that and seeing how they respond because if in the beginning they're already not respecting your boundary, like that is a really big red flag that they don't really care about you feeling safe and you feel, you know, yeah, like they don't really care about what you think. So it's like, why would you want to be with someone like that? So I I truly do feel like that's a, a big one. Another one is if a man is like constantly bringing up any of his exes or past relationships and talking about them in any negative way, that is such a huge red flag because one, it lets you know that they're not over the relationship and you never want to date a man that is not over his past relationship. And if a man is talking negatively about his ex, I'm not saying that the girl didn't do anything wrong, but usually when a person has healed and they've done the work, they realize that they had a part in it too. So they don't have this like victim energy and like blaming energy on the other person. So because they know that they actually had a part in it, they usually will not talk negative negatively about the other person because they're aware that they were part of it too. Because everything is a game in relationships. Usually both people having some type of fault. (laughs) And what about green flags? What would you say would be good like green flags that you would notice? Yeah. Let's see. So I think one really green is a man that is thoughtful. So this is where the little things like, you know, it really shows you like what type of man he is. So, you know, one is like, you know, does he like one little thing that I like is like if a man ever asks me like what 
type of food I like. And then they choose a restaurant that has that type of food, right? So little things like that is like, hey, they're paying attention to the details. They care about you. They want to impress you. Um, you know, little things like, you know, opening the door for you. Anything that is chivalrous that they are wanting to make you feel safe is a really, really big flag that it should not be ignored. Like for me, mm -hmm. I believe that the man is there to protect and provide. And if he's not doing that, then I don't know. I don't want him. And then another green flag I would say is just having consistent communication and behavior. Mm -hmm. So a man that is being really consistent with, you know, how he talks to you, consistently taking you out on dates, his actions matching his words, that's a really big green flag. And the opposite is always true. Like if he's you know, telling you all these nice things, but his actions are not backing it up, then that's a really big red flag. And you want to really look out for that. Really what you like a high value man that is truly interested in you and that has a really good intentions. He's going to be consistent with pursuing you because he's never going to want to make you feel like he's not interested in you. Like you will know that he is interested and that, you know, he wants to be with you. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah, that's I agree with that too. As I say, if you're confused, there's your answer. Also, the love language before I, you know, leveled up, I used to say my love, love language language was um, physical touch, but now it's not. It is acts of service because nothing else matters if you're not showing me actions. So if someone's asked me, what is your love language? Acts of service because you want actions, not just words. Because words are beautiful. To get me wrong, they're beautiful. But what's the action behind it? You know? So. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny you say that because I feel like for me, for a long time, you know, when someone asked me, like, what was your love language? I would say quality time. Like, I feel like that used mm -hmm. to be my love language. But now I feel like, you know, even though, yes, quality time is still like number two, but I would say my number one love language has actually become like gift giving. So, you know, and it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be like huge things. But to me, it means a lot when a man does little things that is showing me that he's thinking of me that, you know, again, just mm -hmm. like that thoughtfulness goes such a long way. And I, mm -hmm. and I truly think, you know, with what you said right now, I feel like when you do heal and you truly realize that actions and dating is the most important you start to value more anything that has to do with actions rather than just words because you know with the hanging out part like you know a guy can just hang out with you just because you're pretty and like he wants to you know he wants to just have your feminine energy but you know acts of service and gift giving it's like it doesn't have to do with his pleasure. It's about him wanting to show his love and, you know, his interest towards you. And I think actions are everything, like you said, too. Yes. Yeah. And it's so it's very interesting how it changes because you would think before I would think, oh, no, there has to be like this intense connection between us. But no, it's all that's beautiful. But if there's no actions or anything showing me then it doesn't make sense. So that's why I feel like that for me, that's why it's super important to have more actions. Yes. So tell me how 
being or tell us how has it changed your life, especially in dating, being in your feminine energy versus when you weren't? How have you noticed the shift between both? So I think one of the biggest differences that I've noticed is definitely the type Mm -hmm. of men that I attract. So I feel like in the past, because I was very in my masculine energy, I I tended to attract guys that were more in their feminine or, you know, really wounded masculine energy, because depending on where we are, that's the type of men that we will attract. And that's why it is so important. Like, if you do, like, I feel like a lot of women, they say, you know, I do want a masculine man. I do want someone that does all these things, but they don't realize that them being in their masculine energy is actually repelling all of the masculine men from their life. Or if they do start dating them, healthy masculine men will eventually stop talking to them. And it actually happened to me one time a few years ago that I was dating this guy and he was definitely like, you know, a healthy masculine man. But I was in my, you know, wounded feminine and masculine energy and he stopped talking to me, you know, and that's why I tell all my girls is that it's not just about looks because, you know, before I was pretty like, you know, I've, I've been pretty, but, you know, in the past guys would not respect me, you know, all the time, you know, certain guys would not value me, you know. I I would not always get a call back, right? So it really does, (laughs) you know, it's not just about being pretty. And, you know, now that I'm in my feminine energy and I truly see my worth, like it's never really happened. Like when I go on a date with someone, guys always want to see me again. Like it hasn't happened yet that a guy doesn't want to see me again. So when you're in your feminine energy and you truly become magnetic and you're truly in your goddess energy, men crave that because it's not easily accessible. There is a lot of beautiful women in the world, but there's not a lot of feminine women. So when men date you and you're truly in your feminine energy and you're truly embodied in that, a man is like, oh my gosh, like this is something very different. I don't experience this every time that I'm on a date. So because it's not really something that comes by all the time, they value you more, they respect you more. You're obviously valuing and respecting yourself by the way that you're acting. So they're the ones that they see like, yes, she is the prize. So You know, you just get 10 times better treatment from men. And again, you're not in this energy of like, choose me. And, you know, even if a guy weren't to like pursue me in the past, I would think, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Like, why doesn't he like me? Like, why am I not good enough? Those are the automatic questions that I would have. And now if that were to happen to me where maybe a guy is not talking to me and it has happened where maybe you know, I think a guy's cute and like he doesn't pursue it or whatever, right? I don't think to myself, I'm not worthy. I don't think about that. I think like, hey, like, you know, maybe they're not ready for a relationship. Like, you know, maybe, you know, whatever. It's not meant to be like, I don't put it of like, what does it have to do with my worth? And that's the biggest difference between being in your wounded feminine and being in your divine feminine energy is that when you're in your wounded feminine energy, you're constantly 
asking yourself like am i worthy and when you're in your divine feminine energy you're like i know my worth i know i'm worthy so if you see it or not that's not really my problem <laughs> it's like you know i'm still worthy even if you can't see that it's like you know you might not have good taste or whatever right you don't question yeah. your worth you know you're worthy and you know that the right person will appreciate you and value you and treat you the way that you deserve and you don't have to settle. I agree with everything you said because I always hear two women, I think most women, if not like 99% of women, want a healthy masculine man, right? They want that man that's a provider, protector. But if you're not connected to your feminine, you're not going to sustain that relationship because you can't put two masculine energies together because you're going to crash and that creates a lot of toxic and a lot of conflict because men just want to feel like a man and men are very simple. They want to feel respected that they're the provider, the protector, let them lead. And if you are heavily in your masculine, it's going to be very hard for you to allow that because you're, you're constantly, you want to take control. But that's why it's so important for you to connect to your feminine and find ways to connect. And that brings me to my other question. What advice would you give to women who have a highly stressful job? They're heavily in their masculine all day long. And how can they connect to their feminine coming back home to their husband? Or let's say they have a date later that evening. What would be your recommendation for these women to connect to that part of them? Yeah, of course. So if you do have, you know, a very stressful job or, you know, you're really busy and then you're masculine all the time, which let's be honest, that's most women nowadays. Mm -hmm. I would mm -hmm. say my biggest recommendation is you want to make sure that every day you're setting some time where you are taking care of yourself, which is what I call it me time. So a lot of people, they think that free time and me time is different. So when you get off work, yes, that's free time that you're not working, but it doesn't mean that it's completely free. So one of the biggest like changes that I made when I stepped into my feminine energy is that I started to make the time that I took care of myself just as important as like working, like just like, like just as important as like if you had a doctor's appointment, like mm -hmm. schedule into your day 30 minutes to an hour. And honestly, I would say an hour a day. It's not a lot. You can do it. And that can either be, you know, doing like a little like self-care session, doing a hot bath, doing a workout class, cooking, meal prepping, cleaning, like anything that has to do with taking care of yourself, taking care of your space, allowing yourself to just slow down and be in the present moment, going on a walk you know, like little, like taking a longer shower, little things like this, where you're able to just start taking care of yourself more is going to go such a long way. And over time, in the beginning, you might feel like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I could be doing something else. Because again, when you're so used to being in your masculine, you're thinking about all the things that you can be doing. For me, one of the biggest things that like the first thing that I did is I started to really make my health a priority and getting ready in the morning. Those are like the first like two baby steps that I did. So it's like, you know, I made sure that every day I either went on like a long walk or I did my workouts. You know, I took 
I gave myself time to eat lunch and like dinner and like it's crazy because I need you ladies to understand like I owned my own business one time I worked with a fitness coach and I was like I don't have time to go on a walk and she was like Amber you make your own schedule like you don't have time to go on a 20 30 minute walk you know to get some steps in because I'm like seated all day and and that was like huge because that's what where my mentality was and when you make the shift of, you know what? No, I am going to make myself a priority and stop neglecting myself. You actually see that you do have time. <laughs> like that's like the craziest thing is that when you do start taking care of yourself and you actually see how like much more like amazing you're feeling where actually all the other hours you're able to feel so much better and be so much more productive you see the worth of actually pouring into yourself every day and then once you actually are feeling amazing it's like you don't ever want to go back to where you know you're like putting on sweatpants or whatever and then, you know, you're not exercising you're not feeling good <laughs> so it, like once you start it it's so hard to like want to go back because you're seeing how amazing you're feeling. So I think again, just starting with setting time every single day and you can start doing slow baby steps and you can be like, Hey, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to start by just getting ready every morning. And like, instead of putting leggings on, I'm actually going to wear like regular clothes. Like that's a little baby step, but it really does add up to your confidence, to you being becoming more magnetic, and it starts to impact like all areas of your life. Yeah. And adding to what you said about putting regular clothes on, uh, even just going to the grocery store instead of going with no makeup on, even a little blush, even a little lipstick or lip gloss, and just even a little mascara just makes you feel more put together and perfume. Even if you work from home, just adding perfume because you are worthy of it. I think if you work from home, you can tend to get kind of lazy, but just making that uh, routine and setting yourself as a priority, even if you work from home, it you still should look presentable because it's for you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Exactly. Yeah. Like literally, I, I, you know, I say this all the time, but I get ready every single day. Like this is how I look and no one sees me. You're <laughs> like, so gorgeous. Literally no, one, <laughs> like, literally no one sees me, but I do it for myself. And that's the biggest mm -hmm. thing is that when you step into your feminine energy, it's like you want to focus on showing up for you and falling in love with yourself because mm -hmm. you're only going to attract a man in the and that loves you and the depthness that you love yourself. So rather mm -hmm. than worrying of like, where am I going to find a man that like is going to truly love me? You need to focus on how can I love myself more so that I can actually raise my vibration and raise the type of men that I are attracted to me because we're all energies and vibrations. So depending on how you're showing up in your life, that's who you're going to attract. And even if it sounds woo-woo, it's just the truth. <laughs> I have seen it on myself. Like now that I, you know, I really do love and respect myself, I do not, I mean, even if I do sometimes because you're always going to attract kind of maybe some bad people. But the majority of the man that I attract, like they treat me really well. And I, I know that it's because I treat myself that way. 
because mm-hmm. in the past, you know, again, I was pretty, but I didn't treat myself well. So what you do behind doors and when no one is watching, it matters. The world is your mirror, especially in relationships too. Absolutely. Because I always get treated like a princess, even out in public, because that's just my vibration. And that is just how I treat myself. So me going out wherever, I always get treated very well. And then same with relationships to the men that I attract now are just like you, Amber. They treat me better than before. It's so much more natural and you just allow it. And it's easier to receive now than it was before because if you're struggling to receive, that's pro- you need to start healing that part of you. You need to heal that wounded part of you because a woman who is feminine is natural for her to receive. And it's never been easier to stand out as a feminine woman, especially in today's society. It's so rare and people love it. And men love that because that's what they want. They want a woman who is connected to their feminine. Yes, 100%. I said this like a few weeks ago because I I went to lunch with a friend and I was wearing a dress, you know, how I usually dress. And all the girls were in like workout clothes and like all the men were like staring at me. (laughs) And I'm like, ladies, like it's so easy to stand out as a feminine woman because most women are in jeans or they're in leggings. Like, it's just like, it's never been easier. And um, about a month ago, I came out with like a styling course and makeover course. And it's like, it truly is life changing. Some girl was telling me like, oh my God, people are treating me better. And I'm like, yes, like when you are more feminine and you show up for yourself physically, People are like, oh my God, this girl loves and respects herself. I'm going to treat her that way too, just the way Mm -hmm. that it is. Yes. And I love wearing dresses too. I'm not, I don't wear them as much. Well, I wear sweater dresses right now because where I live, it's freezing. But during the summer and the springtime, that's all I wear because I actually don't really like wearing jeans. It's, it's very rare if I wear jeans. I just feel more ladylike. I don't know. I've always loved dresses and skirts. I love dressing girly. And then at nighttime, I love dressing a little more classy, sexy. So very true. You do get treated um, by how you are dressed. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on dating apps? What do you think about them? Do you recommend them? I think dating apps are great. I use them and that's Honestly, that's my main source of where I date right now. I definitely could get dressed up and like go somewhere and like, you know, for a guy to approach, you know, how ladies do that Mm -hmm. is like go somewhere to eat alone so that a guy approaches Mm -hmm. you. But I really have nailed down dating apps so well and my presentation and because Really for the dating apps, like if you are not being successful in your dating apps, it comes down to a few things. One, the way that you dress and like your photos are everything, ladies, like literally everything. I remember a few years ago, um, I like when I was starting to change my wardrobe to more feminine, I changed like two photos and the next day my matches were 10 times better. Like I literally used to think like, oh my God, like where are the good men? Like I was hella confused. <laughs> like, where are the good men? And now that 
I am really in my feminine energy and I show that in my profile. I show that in the way that I answer, you know, my questions, even my aura and my energy and my photos, I attract really healthy masculine men that are just honestly really great. So I think the dating apps, dating apps are great ways to meet men. I know so many, even some of my friends that are on there that I'm like, you are such a great guy. Like, it's like, although a lot of great guys are on the dating apps, like that's just the truth. So if you are telling yourself like, oh, the dating apps don't work, that is not true. And I know that every like dating coach, matchmakers, they all say this. The dating apps is not the problem. The problem is your profile. So you need to work, especially for dating apps, if you want to stand out. Again, your style, your wardrobe really matters. And then just really showing that you're in your feminine energy in the um, in the prompts are going to allow you to stand out and you're going to repel like the feminine guys and attract like mm. one of my prompts I'm looking for. And then I put like, you know, like a masculine man, an intelligent, you know, a good sense of humor. Like I literally list out what I'm looking yeah. for. And uh, the guys that match me, it's like, they are those things. And a lot of the times they're like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> you know, they're all like proud. Like, yeah, this is yeah. In, in a way it's like already telling them from the get-go, this is what I'm looking for. So if that's not you, then why are you going to like me? You know what I mean? So you automatically will attract like the right people to you on the dating apps and that's what you want like on the dating apps never be afraid to repel like the wrong guys like actually for a very long time I wouldn't I wasn't showing on my profile like what I was looking for and a few months ago I I showed it and now it's like you know it says like life partner and I find that the type of men that do like me, it's higher quality. So maybe mm. you'll get less matches because, mm. you know, maybe some guys are like, no, I'm just here to have fun. But that's what you want. Why would you want, if you are looking for a serious relationship, don't be afraid to say what it is that you're looking for because you do want to repel the guys that just want to play games or whatever so don't be the cool girl say what you're looking for and it's okay if you repel the guys that you know aren't ready for that <laughs> i love that which apps do you recommend which ones do you so, find are the best ones so i use the app hinge that's like my mm -hmm. favorite one i only use that one because i get enough matches that I don't need to go on like multiple. I'm not a big fan of Bumble because I feel like Bumble, the girl having to reach out to the guy, I I really do feel like the first interaction with a man and a woman is like extremely important, like very, very, very important. Like on dating apps, I don't even send likes <laughs> because I don't <laughs> even want to show interest first. So yeah. it's like, you send me the like, you send me the message first. Like if I never send messages first. So you don't, if you want a masculine man, you don't want to be on Bumble. I feel like the guys on there are more feminine guys that it's like they're lacy and they don't want to do the work. And it's like, yeah, you come to me, you know, type of thing. Um, I know that, you know, some dating coaches say like, oh, on Bumble only talk to the ones that like extend the thing. And I guess you could, but I, 
I just don't like it. I feel like it's a very like feminist app and mm-hmm. it's like, I just feel like Hinge is a lot better quality. So I prefer Hinge. And again, if you feel like you're not getting the best matches, don't focus on the app. The app is not the problem. The problem is your dating profile. Like you just have to be honest with yourself. And I'm telling you because it's happened to me many times. Every time that I upgrade my photos and I upgrade my profile, the type of men like upgrades by a lot. I have heard the theory with Bumble because women are the ones reaching out, especially in the first interaction. As well, one of my friends said he's instantly turned off if he's on Hinge and the girl reaches out to him. He's immediately like, "Oh no, no, thank you. I don't want. I don't. I don't want that." Except, yeah, but that's a masculine so. man, you see. Mm-hmm. But a feminine mm-hmm. guy's gonna be like, "Oh my god, yes!" Like I'm because <laughs> feminine guys. <laughs> yeah. are pursued you know so and if you want a masculine man just no don't do that and what advice do you have for someone who is going through a heartbreak a girl that's going through a heartbreak and she you know wants to heal herself and when do you recommend that she starts dating yeah so I, i say when it comes to heartbreaks i think the best thing that you can do is really focus that time in yourself and pouring into yourself in all ways because when it comes to dating the higher that your self-esteem and your confidence can be like truly 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 not just faking it because i feel like a lot of girls fake it and guys like guys can smell your low self-esteem even if you don't think they can they actually can so the more that you can really work on having really high self-esteem and confidence that's going to set you for success so that when you do start dating you will waste a lot less time you'll attract better guys you know, you'll feel strong enough to, you know, have your standards and your boundaries set. Um, And then also just, I really recommend to do like no contact with exes. Um, With me, like I was in a on and off relationship for like five years. And I really do feel like I wasn't able to truly get over the relationship until I went no contact. Because if you're constantly connecting with that person in some way um it's like you're 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 keeping that connection together especially if you did sleep together you know you have some type of soul tie so um if you've never heard of this doing like cord cutting can be really helpful so closing your eyes if you you pretend there's like a string in between of you and then you cut it (laughs) it actually really does work cutting those energies between you and separating you focusing on yourself you know doing no contact and when you're doing no contact is really trying to not fall into the temptation of answering them and knowing that you are not responsible for them you're not responsible for their emotions their feelings you're not together for a reason it's probably because they didn't treat you right so the longer that you continue to stay in this relationship the longer that you are pushing the person that will value and respect you. Like for me, the last time that I broke up with my ex, I was like, you know what? I have been on this thing for five years, like literally five years. Okay, like, all of my early twenties. Like that is ridiculous. 
And I was like, I can't do this any longer, even though, and you know, maybe a lot of women that have been in unhealthy and toxic relationships, the truth is, is that it's not all bad. Like my Mm -hmm. ex, like, even though, you know, some, some of it was unhealthy and toxic, he also did a lot of things that he treated me really well. So in, in relationships, there's always this like love and hate type of thing, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, you love them, but you hate them, right? So I, you kind of have to say, okay, honor your feelings and say, I understand like they're not a bad person, but we're not together for a reason. And yeah. something that really helped me to, you know, get over my breakup is also journaling. Um, mm-hmm. So journaling is also really good because instead of talking to them, processing your emotions in your journal and getting out all of those things rather than just keeping it in. So I think heartbreak, there's just so many things that you can do, but yeah, those are some things that will definitely help. That's really good advice. Focus on, just keep focusing on you and you'll know when you are ready to start dating again, because if you are still not healed, you're going to attract not the best quality of men and we want the most the best quality men here. We don't want men who are in their wounded masculine because they can also be as well in unhealthy relationships. We want someone who is healthy masculine and who can allow us to be in our staff side. Yes. Yeah. So I would focus less on the time and focus more on like, where is my healing? Like, how much do I love myself? Like how high is my self-esteem? That's what's important. Like for me, I took it like a year and a half, but that's because my self-esteem was really low. I was grieving my dad. Like I, there were so many things that were going on. So I knew that if I dated before that, I wasn't going to attract the man that I really wanted to be with. And again, just like a healthy masculine man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And my last question I have for you is how are men and women different? In terms of like masculine and feminine energy? Yes. In terms of masculine and feminine energy. Yes. Yeah. So I would say for masculine, it's like they are the one that, you know, they're focused. They have a plan. They're action oriented. They're the pursuer. They're the chaser. And then the feminine energy is more going with the flow, attracting things to her, being in the present moment. Um, So if you kind of want to think of like the man as like the go getter, like the one that's going after the thing and then the feminine is allowing things to come to her so kind of like the princess allowing things to come to her and that's why in relationships if you're dating a masculine man you'd never want to be chasing them and like going after them you really want to allow the man to lead because it's like you said it's really going to turn off a masculine man so learning mm-hmm. to be in your feminine and i know that this can be hard it happens to me sometimes I'm like Amber just (laughs) you know just allow him to come to you you know it does Mm -hmm. take some practice we're not perfect but reminding yourself of you know you're safe you know and doing affirmations can be really helpful like I'm constantly saying you know I like all of the things that I want to attract are coming towards me I'm constantly telling myself things that are going to uplift my energy and allow me to really be a magnet for the things that I want rather than feeling like I have to always take action and just burn myself in order to 
get what I want. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Thank you so much again, Amber, for joining us today and giving us the Dating 101. I know this was very requested, ladies. I learned a lot. I'm sure many of you have learned a lot as well. I will go ahead and link Amber's Instagram, and you can also book coaching sessions with her. Thank you so much again, Amber. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. Of course. Thank you. Have an amazing day, angels, wherever you may be. Sending you love and light.